Okay, now picture this. You are former Super Bowl quarterback Rex Grossman, okay? Yeah. And you're sitting at home right now. You've got family and friends uh, coming into town. You're throwing a big Christmas shindig. You're out of professional football. Correct. But you've kept yourself in shape. You've kept yourself ready to go Mm -hmm. in case a team comes calling. What if I told you that after a weekend of injuries, the Cleveland Browns, a ringy ding, ding, ding. Hey, Rex, can you come quarterback our team on Sunday for the season finale? If you're Rex Grossman, you say... No. No! (laughs) They offered him $60,000 for essentially one day of work, but Rex Grossman told them, hey, man, I got family in town. (laughs) I don't got time for your garbage football team. Wow. And just like that, they're stuck, so they've got to start some bumbo fourth stringer. Oh, I'm sorry, not Johnny Manziel. They've got to start some other bumbo fourth stringer. So on the plus side, though, Mike Pettin... Obviously, NFL head coach of the year. <laughs> Remember oh, when that was man. a thing? Yeah. yeah. But how, how does Rex Grossman say no? It's like, this is your last chance. Like, if he was actually serious about trying to make a team next year, if we assume he's going to try to get on as a backup somewhere. He's trying to make a team, right? Not the Browns. Well, that's in theory a team. Making a team, not like being a, a lamb led to the slaughter in a must-win game for, for, for Baltimore. The Browns, enough about my kitchen sink right now. Right. <laughs> what are we talking about? No, I mean, uh, to be fair, though, if he comes in and actually like looks proficient, that might help him get a roster spot next year, or at no, least an invite, wouldn't dude's it? like 34 years old now, isn't he? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, there's quarterbacks that are considerably older than Rex Grossman right now who haven't played in the Super Bowl. Yeah. They're called Peyton Manning. I mean, that's true. And yeah. Tom Brady and Drew Brees. Those guys They've all, played, all the Super played Bowl. in the Super Bowl. Kyle Orton, he's older. Never played in the Super Bowl. He's like, wait, come on. No, but how do you say how do you say no to that automatic payday? Come in, you do your time because it's Christmas, and you don't want your kids to see you get maimed on Christmas. You don't want your kids to see you get murdered on national television two days after Christmas. I think that's a fair point. I think you're making a very very fair point right now. He also had you know plans to go kite surfing with his family, so. That's true. That's not making that up. That's actually what he's doing. He says, I'm sorry, GM of the Browns. I'm going kite surfing. Don't have time. And then he hangs up the phone on him. Yep. I just, I love that. I absolutely love that. I mean, to to think like, what's his agent have to say about that? Like, our agents would get pissed at us if we don't even hit up like a crappy audition we'll never book. Imagine if we turned down a $60,000 payday when it was looking like we were going to make zero for playing football for the whole year. Honestly, though, those agents, you know, 60,000, this commission on 60,000 is a pittance. But a pittance, right? It's a nice little Christmas bonus. Yeah. Put that in the stocking. It's just enough to buy a Christmas goose. Christmas goose. (laughs) Excuse me. God bless us, everyone. Excuse me, boy. What day is it today? (laughs) Take this farthing and get yourself a Christmas goose. Get that big Christmas goose hanging there. That'll be commissional $60,000. Well, thank God Rex Grossman played this weekend. Bah humbug. It's a new Christmas story. I just love the fact that uh, even washed-up quarterbacks are turning down the Browns right now. That's pretty amazing, though. I mean, uh... remember when? Remember when that? Remember the Browns were a thing? People were genuinely excited about Browns football, and Johnny Manziel was coming in to save the you. We'll talk about Manziel later. Though. And then, oh, but now they got J- Josh uh, Gordon coming back. They're clearly going to be strong the last month. Oh boy! 
No, because he'll totally know how to run all the routes and be in game shape. And Johnny Football, look, you just got to give him a chance, okay? He's going to make plays. He is a playmaker. Hey, everybody. We made it. It's Christmas time once again, Brent. Isn't that Huzzah! exciting? And you're listening to your ninth favorite podcast, Raising Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And, uh, you know, this is our special festive holiday edition of the show. Yeah. Yep. That's all oh. I got. Do you have any, do you have any uh, Christmas traditions, Brent? Uh, okay. Well, I always usually go fly back to Nebraska to visit my parents. On purpose? Yes. You don't just get like kidnapped I'd and like, like to thrown see, into a sack. I like to see snow for a few days. You know, we never see snow in California unless you go to the correctly. Well, okay. I like to see it for a few days. I don't mind the cold weather for a few days and then see a cold weather. Yeah, <laughs> back to seventy and and sunny. And it was eighty-one degrees here oh, in Los Angeles today. I mean, how beautiful yeah. was this? I went hiking in Runyon Park. Oof. Oh man, I gotta say, I made a major faux pas today hiking in Runyon Park. What'd okay. you do? I was wearing a hoodie, right? Which is fine. Oh, and I realized now. it got hot out. It's got to be easy wearing a hoodie these days. Yeah, I know, right? It, it started to get hot out, and I didn't realize underneath I was wearing a Superman shirt. So, of course, okay. as I'm struggling up the hill, oh, you know, my buddy's like, hey, let's go, Superman. <laughs> Come on, man of steel. Sack up. <laughs> didn't think that one through. Yeah. Well, you know, you can't have the icon of the uh, man of steel, the unbreakable superhero, but as this, you're struggling but in Park, basic fitness. I, I believe, uh, what's wrong with this Runyon Park? I believe it's laced with kryptonite. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it must be, they must have built this entire mountain over <laughs> over a hotbed of kryptonite activity. never gone hiking with Lex Luthor. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe Batman was trying to find a way to defeat you. Yeah. He put, a bit of, he put kryptonite in your running shoes, and that was it. Correct. You're done. But on the plus side, at least publicly, you're not going to get made of fun of mercilessly by everyone around you for struggling while wearing a super mode. Uh, so then I had no choice but to just start running up the hill. Well, I, I, actually, I didn't do that. <laughs> I was going to say, did, yeah. you, did you fly up the hill? No, no, no. I didn't. So, Ray, we had a fun weekend, didn't we? I, I mean, we had a weekend. We had a I don't know weekend. if I'd go with a fun weekend. No, I think we had a fun weekend. Like, we went out. To our favorite guy, did I did a comedy show and you came out. You wrote you wrote a sketch for me. Which I wrote a sketch for you. Very funny. Hey, all right, we did that. Um, and then after the show, you know, we hung well, we, out. We did suggest that people last week on the show come by the I O West Theater mm-hmm. for YouTube's Top Story Weekly. Yeah. Who were doing a live show that night that you were in playing Kim Jong Un in a I sketch was. that I wrote to reiterate what you just said poorly. Correct. However, we also said that I would be paying off a bet that night. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'd like to tell the people at home exactly how it went down. Oh, it was our season-long Royals-Detroit Tigers swag bet where the loser had to wear the other, the other team's gear. So you were at IO West wearing your Royals World Series shirt. It was a Royals World Series shirt, and yep. Your, and your... Uh, my your flat Royals, build. Your flat build, with, still with the stickers on it. Still with Royals the stickers on it. I could not have looked like more of a D-bag in my entire life. I looked absolutely terrible. Well, I, thought you, I thought you just looked like yourself. Oh, well, thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you. Anyway, so it was great. Uh, do you want to do you want to talk about what happened? Well, you want me to talk about what I mean, happened? people kept coming Is up to me. Is it too painful? It hurts a lot. People kept coming up to me and being like, uh, so, Ray, uh, oh, first off, people I didn't know would come up to me and be like, yeah, man, congrats on your season. I'd be like, what? And they just be like, "Yeah, you're Royals, man." I was like, "Oh no, I'm just I'm a I'm a big fan. <laughs> I love this team, y'all. Thank you." Oh, and then I get people who did know me, mm-hmm. and they were coming up to me and just being like, "Ray, what the f are you doing right now?" Oh, 
oh, did you? Is this a Raisin Brent thing? Yeah. Did you lose a bet? And of course, my so, answer was no. I'm just a big fan of the Royals. I just I've I've seen the light. So to make a long story short, too late. Yeah. Uh, uh, our buddy Sean Cowig, Sean Cowig, hilarious comedian, TV uh, Zone. Also, also was managing the bar. I believe that night he was directing the Top Story Weekly he directed, show, and he and, and he was he, helping manage the bar yeah. that night. And yep. so he tells the bartender, "Hey, hey, cut the music, cut the music." Jeez. And all of a sudden, the packed bar is just silent. He goes, hey, everybody, I'd just like to make an announcement. And it sure felt like a spotlight came out of nowhere and hit me. I don't mm-hmm. think that's what happened, but surely that's what it felt like. As everybody in the entire bar at the IOS turns and stares at me. Mm-hmm. And he says, hey, everybody, I just want to make an announcement. Everybody give it up for Ray, the number one Royals fan in the world. Woo! And then he started a Kansas City. Kansas City. And that went on for like a solid minute. It did. A whole minute. And I believe my response was, I hate you, and I hate you, and I hate you, and Ray, I hate you. Possibly the best minute of my life. Um, it was definitely a time <laughs> period that elapsed. Oh, God. Remind me not to lose those bets anymore. Uh, I mean, there's probably another one coming if the Jets can't at least pull the draw next week. It, no. Gotta get to four wins. It's five wins, dude. Four for the no, push. There's no push. Four the fu- for the push. I'm going no. back and checking the tape. Okay, check the tape. I'm going to check you the tape. You have to win five. It's, it was four and a half. Four I, four I win, five you win. Pretty sure four no, was a push. There's no push. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Wow. In any case, we have a desperate. lot of stuff. You know what? That's fine. I'm just going to make it even worse for you. How could it be worse than what just happened? Oh, I'll find a way. Oh, I bet you will. I'm not wearing Ohio State I gear. will find will, a way. I will not be wearing a Maurice Claret jersey. Brandon's going to find a way. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, it was absolutely terrible, but the show was great, and we had a good time there. And uh, people were saying, like, uh, oh, Ray, so um, you have to wear this till midnight tonight? And I said, I'm probably going to wear this till I get to the car. Hey, <laughs> and you it's know coming what? off immediately. You know what? I know people mean well, you know, but this guy was like, comes up to me after the show, and he's like, he was like, man, you Kim Dong was hilarious. And you look exactly like him. <laughs> you know, doughy, <laughs> terrible haircut. Yeah, I was like, thank you? That's I think I actually went freaking. I went ha ha, and then I just walked away. <laughs> well, you got to give him the Kim Jong Un uh, laugh. Ha 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 ha! Ah, so funny. Huh? <laughs> oh man. Um, here's the deal. That per- you can say that person was me. No, so, it was not you. <laughs> oh, no, it was not me. That's right. Um, we got a lot of things we're going to talk about this week in our Christmas episode that we're going to do basically nothing festive with. We're just going to do a normal show. Uh, we're going to be festive, right? Now, the weather outside is frightful, frightful, and the lines are going to Lambeau. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. In any case, we're going to talk about the NFL playoff picture. we got one more exciting week of NFL uh, football. we got to talk about the amazing race, mm. maybe even a little Walking Dead in there. What? What could there be to talk about Walking Dead? Well, I guess I we'll guess, see. That's a tease. you got to listen. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, well, this next segment, I'm not going to tease. Uh, we're just going to go ahead and uh, get right to what you need to say and get off your chest first. Well, I don't know. what you're t- Are you talking about the Raisin Brent Fantasy Football League? Uh, I was in the finals this week, right? Do we have to talk about it? We no, we don't have to. Okay. We don't. No. In no, fact, if you not, want to, if you want to, we will. Let's not talk about it. We will if you want to talk about it. All okay. Right. Well, fine. we'll do that right away after three seconds of Weird Al Yankovic. You might hear some reindeer on your rooftop or Jack Frost on your windowsill. But if someone's climbing down your chimney, you better load your gun and shoot to kill. So another fantasy football year has gone by. The the inaugural year of the Raisin Brent Fantasy Football League. 
starring the finale, which starred our very own Brent mm-hmm. going up against the Cutler the Did It. The Cutler Did It. The team that knocked me out of the playoffs by scoring one of the highest scores in the history of our league. Yep. I believe he was the highest scorer in the league the entire season. In fact, he was very, very good. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to fade a team that is that strong. <sighs> and it's Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell, and Jimmy Graham, Jeremy Macklin, Jeremy Macklin. Or, I'm sorry, Jordy Nelson, not Jeremy yeah. Macklin, Jordy Nelson, and both. and Macklin. Oh yes. boy, that's a stacked team. Is what I'm saying. He he could have started Ryan Tannehill or Eli Manning at quarterback. Yeah, but he didn't. What? And it was one of the lowest scoring games of the entire year for both teams. Mm-hmm. Brent, who won that game? Well, I did. Oh, boy. boy. It came down to Monday Night Football. You were down two points, what, nine points? And all you had was the Denver kicker. Mm -hmm. And at the half, he had all of one point. And Mm -hmm. I knew you were starting to get a little frisky. Uh, You texted me, and I said, I'm not not, uh, worried, but I am annoyed. When he missed that field goal. Yeah. That would have won you all the marbles. Mm-hmm. Would, was there a part of your mind that said, that's it, I'm done? No. I'm done right now. I knew Denver was getting the ball the second half, and I knew they are going to score some points. It was just going to come down to, like, well, they scored so few points in the first half, now i got to worry about him, you know, him like missing some field goal towards the end because it'll be a close game, you know? And so you ended up winning by what, like two points? 1.2 1. points. 1.2 point points, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. And that's the margin of error in the Raisin Brand League. I'd like to point out that uh, his opponent, the Cutler, did it. When Jay Cutler got benched, mm-hmm. he had many different options at quarterback. Yeah. As I said before, he could have started Eli Manning. He could have. Over 30 points would have won the won, won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He could have started Ryan Tannehill. Yep. Also went for over 30 points, would have won the Super Bowl. He didn't do either of those things, Brent. Who did he go with? RG3. Robert Griffin the freaking third mm-hmm. for reasons that I defy explanation. Well, I understand is why. Is it a he case did of it. the yips? Is it like when the golfer can't sink the one foot putt? That's what it is. Well, it's not the yips, but what it is is overthinking things. You know, you have you have a viable person on your team that you've started a bunch of times. You've had success all year long. There's a reason. Why are you getting cute in the final game of the season? And there's a reason that RG3 is not on anyone's roster. Not anymore. I would have cut yeah. him. Yeah. So, uh, so you are officially the winner. You win all the, all the. the... I am the champion, yeah. my friend. Now, uh, you were telling me right before we went on the air that you're getting you're getting something engraved onto the Raisin Brent Trophy. Oh yeah. What's uh, what's the what's it going to say? Oh, it just says like my team name, Ben Foles Five. The Ben Foles Five. Uh, it says the owner with my name on it, and then it says I just put the name of the MVP. You and know, who's the MVP? Uh, Demarco Murray. Oh, Demarco Murray. He played with a broken hand. Boy, and he really did win you a lot of games this year. Yeah, Demarco Murray. Oh, and, and RG three. So you actually put RG three. Oh, that's a troll move. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> that is the very definition of a troll move. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Have you had any correspondence with uh, the Cutler? Did it? We have. I mean, Jeff and I are good friends, you know. Uh, and be. he he actually texted me. He's like, gosh, he's, I would have been better off with starting Clawson than I would have. Jimmy Clawson, ladies uh, and gentlemen. At least he didn't do what we thought he was going to do and start Johnny Manziel. It's just that a, would not have gone well. You know, I and you know, I, I was like worried this whole weekend. I was texting you over and over. I was like, oh, man, I might do this. I might do this. And I ended up just doing, going with like, okay, who is going to get me safe points and who's not going to get me negative points and – just not overthinking it. 
You yeah, know? and to be fair, though, you kept asking me for advice, and I kept giving you advice, and you kept doing the exact opposite of mm-hmm. what I told you to do. And you know why? Because I'm a winner, Ray. I was like, I know if I want to win, I got to listen to what Ray says and do the opposite. I mean, it, it worked for you. Right? So I can't <laughs> fight it. That explains the giant pile of wings over here yep. that we have just sitting here. That uh, Why David's would we have wings here? I heard that only winners get wings. Oh, well, sorry, Ray. Get so hands get off. Wi- so I can't have any wings? Ow! Yeah. Hey! Hands off. Want those wings? Only winners get wings. Oh my goodness gracious! Well, at least you're at least you're doing it with class. Thanks, Brent. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, do you have any good ideas, like, of other ways to like uh, just really flaunt your newfound uh, power as league champion over the rest of us? Well, we're gonna have a party. You know, we're gonna have a party. Okay, uh, where everyone can come and get kind of see the coronation. Kiss, of, kiss the trophy. Yeah, kiss the trophy. Well, like it's I, a I don't Stanley Cup. Know if they'll be allowed to. to can we bring a baby? Bring a baby to poop on it, like the Stanley yeah, Cup. It'll probably be behind, you know, plate glass, like La Pieta. You know, are you going to hire thing. a guy with white gloves to come and just like guard it at all times? Oh, that's a great idea. I think that's a good. If plan. his name was Jeeves, that'd be even better. I'll ask. Yeah, Jeeves. Um, maybe I'll come up with some kind of like party party gift that you guys can have that'll have like pictures of me with the trophy in, in various poses. Or whatever. Like make a calendar or something. Maybe. Yeah, maybe just. <laughs> So you're going to make a calendar of just pictures of you with the trophy? Possibly, yeah. Like out on a date or like oh, a, yeah. at the milk, getting a yeah, milkshake with two straws? Reprising classical, uh, classical movie images. Oh, I love that idea. Yeah, yeah. I love that idea. I mean, you could do um, uh, Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. The, with the, 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 the trophy as an afro? The trophy as an afro and is holding a gun. Yeah. And it's just like bullet holes on the wall behind you, too. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, Forrest Gump with me sitting on the bench next to instead of a box, box of, of chocolates, instead of a box of yeah. chocolates, the trophy, the trophy would be sitting right yeah. there. How about, uh, you know, the classic Star Wars poster? Classics, which is with, the, it, with pictures the, of the trophy. Instead of, uh, instead of C-3PO, you get the trophy. <laughs> get the or trophy. instead of R2-D2, one of those two is replaced. No, you're the... C-3PO and the trophy is the oh R2-D2. That's great. But it would be better, instead of doing the classic poster, is to just get like a like you guys on the desert, like do it at the beach. Yes. And get it like you and the trophy are walking. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. On Tatooine. I hate this idea immensely. Oh, it's going to be amazing. And I would hang it up. You totally I would, would hang this calendar yes. up in my apartment. Would, I would Melissa allow you to? Probably not. Yeah. Well, do you have any advice for the rest of the league? Now, that, I mean, to be fair, you are now on top of the mountain. Yeah. You bow to your sensei. Bow to your sensei. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. You're a terrible person. What advice would you give to the rest of us uh, as far as uh, winning fantasy football? Honestly, the the best advice I would give is, you know, get used to it. You know? I mean, it's... Oh, my goodness. It's probably, no. Um you know what? Honestly, I was looking at. I'm, I'm a big stats guy, as you know. You know, I was looking and I was like, I don't think it's a coincidence that the two guys in the finals had the two highest scoring running backs of the season. You know, running backs late in the season win games. I mean, I had that the choice, the biggest choice. I think, I think that actually won me the game was me starting Andre Williams instead Strong. of instead of a couple other players. I could have started. I started him, even though he was at St. Louis. I, you know, gotta take your chances. Yeah, running backs at the end of the year are going to get carries, and unless and, their names are Lashawn McCoy, oh, as I learned in a very I, tough way all year. Are you still going to keep that guy next year? It's because be a tough call. He only scored like ten points a game. It wasn't great. Now, do I hope that because Philadelphia did not make the playoffs, maybe Chip Kelly will go back and be like, hey, I got the best running back in football on my team. Maybe not anymore, but one of the best running backs in football, and I basically used him as a decoy for 16 games. Yeah. Maybe he comes back really strong next year and he tries to get back to the playoff 20 touchdown or whatever format from the year before. 
It just seems Something's like got to give. It just seems like he loves Darren Sproles so much. He does. You know, you know who else loves him? Me. Yeah, everybody. Sure, he's great. Darren Sproles is great, but that that greatly diminishes his value because he's not catching any passes anymore, and he's taking some of his vulturing some of his touchdowns. And it's all true. Well, you know, I'll say right now, you'd best look out for whatever your team name is next year. Tha Juggalos are coming back with you know a vengeance. What? Hey, I'm in such a good mood, Ray. After the, the you know the bar the other night. And winning this, uh, our fantasy league. I mean, I, the computers were correct, Ray. They said at the beginning of the season, I would be the champion. Wow. And they were correct. Wow. Okay. They were correct. And I am the champion. And hey, Ray. Yeah. Bow to your sensei. Bow to your sensei. (laughs) We've had about enough of this. We're going to be right back to talk about the rest of NFL week 16. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) After three seconds of Elmo and Patsy. Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve And here we are, week 17 of the NFL. This is it, Brent. How great has this season been so far? Uh, it's been great, and I agree. We should talk about fantasy football. We don't, uh, we're done talking fantasy oh, football, chump. Oh. Hey, you know what though? I, you know the, the last fantasy football thing I do want to say is like, how oh, mad geez. would you be? How mad would you be if you were in the finals and you had Andrew Luck? Oh. I mean, Andrew Luck just owned everybody the whole season, and then last game, what happened to? I mean, this is part of the NFL segment. What happened to Indianapolis in Dallas? Well, here's what I'll tell you about Indianapolis. And I've watched quite a few Indianapolis games this year. Is they're a team that is a new basher. Mm-hmm. All the bad teams they come across, and they play in the tragic AFC South. Yeah. So they get two with the Jaguars, they get two with the Titans, and they get two against the Texans, who are who are playing above their heads like crazy. This is like a yeah. three or four win team without JJ Watt on it, right? And so this is a team that should have five or six wins just already like built up right there. Every single time the Colts would play against a legitimate opponent, whether it is the Dallas Cowboys. Um, so, I mean, then they'll beat teams like the Jaguars. They beat up on the Redskins, but then they had trouble like, getting by the Cleveland Browns, for gosh sakes. And when they ended up playing the New England Patriots, they got their butts handed, handed to them. them. No, way, way to be with yeah, me on that sorry. one. Man, ye. <laughs> I didn't hear. I didn't hear you coming for it, you know? You snuck up on me. Did a deeper setup than that? Yeah, you did your you did a stealth mode. Went, I went all solid snake on you. Yep. <laughs> Ring! <laughs> in, in any case, yeah, so every single time that they would play a team worth a darn, they would they would li- literally get their rears handed to them. Okay. And so this case against Dallas, Dallas is a legit team. We can't really make fun of them anymore. They well, are putting it together at the honest, right time. Dallas was super motivated this week, too. Oh, they wanted yeah. it. You could see one of those teams wanted it, and the other team was just hoping to hang on. But what are the, what is the Colts supposed to do? But what are the Colts supposed to do with no running game? That's you were asking true. that. You were asking that just a moment ago. Yeah, I mean that's one thing is they they have to upgrade that position. We mean Trent Richardson's not the answer. Yeah, Dan Heron, Ahmad Bradshaw. Ugh. What? Well, and come on, one more time, Demarco Murray. A, a week after having less than a week after having surgery on his broken, broken hand, twenty two carries. I think it was 22 carries for 58 yards, something like that. but a touchdown? And a touchdown? Yeah. Getting it done in there. Are you kidding me? But that's the difference of running game. And all these guys were like, well, he won't be able to do anything. He won't be able to stiff arms. They're just going to paw at his hand every time. Who would say something like that? Like every... Oh, wait. Me. Well, was it you? I did. I mean, but everybody, every every reporter was saying it, too. Every, Every NFL Network guy was saying it, you know. And they were correct. I mean, he didn't have a great game. He had enough of a game. He had that- enough of a game. And, you know, 
I mean, if they were gonna, if it was gonna bother him that much, like they said it was going to, he shouldn't have had twenty two carries. But the Colts looked like a team that had already clinched their division and had no motivation to play well on the road. Yeah, that's true. Just just calling it for what it is. The Cowboys wanted it, the Colts didn't, and one team looked like it, and the other team didn't. Yeah. The end, and the Colts are gonna they're gonna sink their way right into that what three or four seed, and they're gonna host a playoff game, and they'll probably win it. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but I'll, so much stuff is up in the air right now, especially over in the NFC. Like we know who the six teams are. Now that Philadelphia lost inexplicably to the RG3s, mm-hmm. the Washington Native American stereotypically offensive football team, Yep, that just leaves six teams. So your Detroit Lions are in the playoffs, Brent. Congrats, Ray. Yeah, and not only are the Detroit Lions in the playoffs, they could be anywhere from the one seed at the end of week 17. Really? They could. What are they right now? The three? They're the two. So Seattle loses. Seattle loses. Arizona loses. Detroit Detroit beats Green Bay. One seed. Nice. However, your Detroit Lions, if they lose at Green Bay, become pretty much instantaneously the sixth seed. Oh, my goodness. And have to go to Dallas. Ray, I think that is clearly the definition of up in the air. I mean, you mean mean (laughs) having the one seed and having home field advantage for the entire playoffs and literally the last team to get in the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's a little wow. that's a little jumpy right now. So there is so much on the line right now. now. If you lose, who's get, who do you think is going to be the three seed right now? Dallas. Uh, Dallas. So, it will be Dallas. So Detroit. Well, that's not a bad matchup for you That is not a bad matchup at all. Because only for one simple reason. It's not in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll take any game in Texas yeah. right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah it, it's, it's very, very likely. I mean, the chances are good Seattle's going to win their game, and that would render the Arizona game moot. Yeah. Which means that Seattle's the one, rough. And then that makes Arizona the five seed? Makes Arizona the five, meaning they could like take their trip to Carolina or Atlanta and very easily lose that game to a sub-500 playoff team. I, That's why I love football. Ray, I've been saying this for weeks, and you know we haven't talked about this game yet, but you know Seattle went to Arizona. Yes, it did. And I, I heard a lot of people still talking about how... They were trying to keep Arizona in the game. The referees were trying to keep in the game. Yes, they did a great job keeping them in the game, and they kept them in the game as hard as they could for a game that ended 35-6. to six. Okay, now what did I predict last week? I said they have zero chance. They have zero chance to beat, to, to, to lose to Arizona, and I didn't think it was going to be a good game. Well, you know what it ended up coming down to was big plays, and Arizona's defense, especially at home all year, 7-0 and at home yeah. this year leading into that game, had not given up one but one big play maybe the entire season, and then Seattle was just hitting, just like getting past the de- defense. Yeah. Russell Wilson drops a dime in there, and the dude runs 70 yards for the touchdown. They had a tight end play that went like that. Arizona was just playing non they weren't playing the normal way that they play, and the fact that they're on, what, their fourth-string quarterback right. at this point is not doing them any favors well, hey, on offense. Hey, Ray, you know what? At least the one good thing came out of this game. Maybe now Bruce Arians can take, take the smug factor down a few notches. Maybe you can burn that? that hat. Maybe we yeah. can start there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Bruce Arians, uh, he might not win another game this year. You could which easily is, see him losing it to, against San Francisco is, this week, which is what I predicted like a month ago, and they actually won a couple games, but they were very, you know, twelve to six against the Rams is yeah. hardly a barn burner. Yeah, they didn't score any points. Yeah, but nor were they going to. Nope. But that's not the most exciting story. So yeah, but even and 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 on myself right now. Yes, Lions Packers is on Sunday. We haven't won in. Uh, my Lions haven't won in Green Bay since 1991, which coincidentally was the last time a Detroit Lions team won 12 games. Hmm. They're 11 and 4 right now, so if they lose, okay, they're supposed to lose that game, I guess. The Packers are just so good. I got to say wow. this, right? We're in our picks league. You and I are in a picks league together, and you're we kind are. of you're kind of out of it. 
But yes. I'm two games behind first place. I've been place. out of it for about eight weeks. Okay. I have two games behind first place, and i got to say, I have to make up a couple games this week. Are you going for it? I'm going for it. Yeah. Wow. You I don't Detroit care. Lions? You know what I mean? It's either first it. place or I don't care. First you place or I don't mean? care. That's yeah. a great answer. Because um, I've won it every year I've been in. If I'm, if I'm, I'm not going to go for second place this year. No. But I think one of the teams I have to pick this week is the Detroit Lions. I'll have to let the guy in first place know that so he can. I don't think they will. I think they got to go They chalk. go all chalk. They got to go all chalk. You know that league. You know, I, I see I see the Patriots being a little vulnerable, too. I see them know? being vulnerable, but they are the one seed. It's been pretty much locked up. Right, but that's what I'm saying. It's not. It wasn't that surprising to me that they that they won at New England because New England's got some flaws, too. But I could see a team like the Steelers walking in there and knocking off uh, New England. Absolutely. But I could see Denver looks vulnerable, too. How oh, bad yeah. did Peyton Manning look on Monday Night Football? Yeah. Everybody had written off the Bengals in that game, being like, it's Andy Dalton in primetime in a must-win game. Mm-hmm. He always screws these games up, and he's, Peyton Manning's bringing like, the best team in the league or one of the best top three teams in the league in yeah Peyton Manning looked O to the L to the D he didn't look great and then uh he looked okay for a little bit in the third quarter and then when it started raining he was done he was done he melted like the wicked yeah. witch of the west he threw four interceptions could have been six yeah I mean he was throwing ducks out there yeah Absolute brick balls. He was melting in the rain, and then, you know, we were like, hey. Someone Peyton. left the Manning in the rain. <laughs> Peyton, uh, so what happened in that fourth quarter? Uh, you know, why were you throwing Why were you throwing all those lame ducks? He's like, you have to throw passes delicately. <laughs> These things need to be handled delicately. Oh, what a world, what a world, <laughs> what a world. Is he really... The Wicked Witch of the West, he's just melting. Is that, is that, is that, a, is that I think, a good... I think his arm is melting. Yeah. Because <laughs> those passes look like I threw them. Just yeah, awful. Yeah, they just look kind of like knuckleballs and floaties. and. So here's my question right now. Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning looked terrible this past week, right? What if Peyton Manning goes out and has an equally bumbo performance this upcoming weekend and then goes to the playoffs, maybe gets the two seeds still mm-hmm. wrapped up, Throws another stink bomb in the play. Does he retire at that point? Uh, is he? Does he see the end is pretty much there, and he just realizes know. it? I kind of feel like Peyton Manning is one of those guys that's not going to retire until he has some injury where he has to retire. Well, he had that already, and he decided to come back and keep okay, playing and be well, in the Super Bowl anyway. He didn't because he's still back. Yeah, you know? I mean, I don't know. I just I see it as the kind of thing where I don't want to see Peyton Manning struggle through a five and eleven season yeah. because he can't play anymore. Just physically, because mentally he's clearly at the top of his game. It's clear he sees where the ball needs to go, Mm -hmm. but Peyton Manning can't get the ball there anymore. He just can't do it. He couldn't find it with a drone. And you're right. I mean, some team like Pittsburgh specifically, they go into Denver, and Pittsburgh, that is a potent offense. They didn't score that much against the Chiefs, but the Chiefs have a pretty good defense. But even though they didn't score a lot of points, you have Antonio Brown. He's a home run hitter and... Scored the most fantasy points of any wide receiver this season. Yep. You have Le'Veon Bell, who scored the second most running back points. Yep. Who do you team? And then Big Ben standing back there, and he's top of his game right now. Yep. I mean, here's the deal. Pittsburgh he, is a little like uh, schizophrenic. Yeah. I just don't know what they're going to bring from a week to week basis. They don't, you know, they don't tend to play up to their level it's most their of the defense. time. Their defense is a little sketchy. But, uh, but I could totally see them coming together. I could totally see them going to the Super Bowl. Would be shy, and I, and I hate myself for saying it, but yeah, if there was kind of a dark horse team that isn't, you know, if I was going to go with the NFL Network top four and go um, Patriots, Broncos, Packers, mm-hmm. Seahawks, and I was going to pick a team outside of that, not named Detroit because yeah. I'm a homer, I, I would definitely take the Pittsburgh Steelers yeah, think, right there. I don't know what the odds are in Vegas, but if I looked at the odds and the, the team you're going to get the, your best bang for your buck on right now, if you're betting on going to the Super Bowl, that's going to be in the playoffs, is 
that has a chance to do it is definitely Pittsburgh. Gotta like it. You gotta mm. like that a lot, yeah. So, uh, but, so Peyton Manning looked absolutely terrible. But there's another certain quarterback out there. <laughs> oh no, no, Ray, loved no. by the show. We gotta do it. We gotta talk. You know, we gotta talk about All right, it. Fine, Johnny Football. It, do they just put football in quotes now? Yeah, Johnny mm. Football. Yeah, Johnny Tebow. Johnny Tebow. That's not a fair comparison. I mean, no, Tebow could actually Tebow's throw a pass much once better in a while. than him. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, we're so mean. <laughs> How terrible is Johnny? He finally like lives up to the hype, trash-talking on the sidelines, trash-talking mm-hmm. Hoyer all year. I wouldn't overthrown that guy. I would have done this. Duh, money sign. He bring, Come bring me in. I'm going to run a one-yard uh, quarterback run for a touchdown. Money sign. They yeah. bring him in two weeks ago and throws up one of the most dreadful quarterback performances I've ever seen. I've 10 for 30 for 80 yards. There was a point where if the guy hadn't dropped the ball for the interception in the second quarter, Johnny Manziel would have been at one yard passing and two interceptions, but at least he added negative six rushing yards to round that out. Wow. One of the most dreadful performances comes in the following week, this past week in pretty much a must win game. If you're a Cleveland Browns fan, Goes three for eight for like 32 yards and then tries to run a quarter, an inexplicable quarterback sweep to the outside play. Why is that even being called in the first place? And injures his hamstring. He's out for the season. Yeah. And didn't crying like, on the sidelines. Wasn't it just a microcosm of what, what, of the difference between what people thought he was going to be and what he is? Like, Oh, he's running that sweep. Oh, he's going to outrun these guys. Oh, no, not at all. No, he can't outrun a 300-pound defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. The speed of the NFL is, and doesn't he just look like a child out there? He does. He looks like little Gary Coleman trying to play football. He looks like Rudy, yep. but not in a good way. Not in an exciting movie way. He looks like He Webster. looks like the real Rudy. He looks like Webster. He's like, madam, stop tackling me. <laughs> I, there was really a moment when he dropped back to pass, and I was just like, is this a leprechaun movie? Is that Warwick Davis? Did someone take his gold? But on the plus side, at least he's small. He can't see the windows. He doesn't have the arm. He can't make decisions or read defense as well. But at least he's also slow. He's just, not, it's just he's terrible. Just like why do why do we have to keep talking about him? You know, he's a first round draft pick. Although this week, he's the savior. The thing, he can't play football. He's out for the year. Yes. Uh, and you know, he came out today and was very humble and said, you know, I've, I've got a lot of learning to do. I, I came in with a college attitude. I don't think I knew how hard I had to work. Where was that guy two weeks ago? Well, well you I, know what? Get humble before you play. That way, if you completely embarrass yourself, you can be like, well, as I said before, it's not easy in this league. Uh, there's a lot. No, because now well, he just looks like a moron. I know people learn in different ways though, Ray. You know what I mean? Some people have to learn by just getting it shoved in their face that, yeah, you're not who you thought you were. You know what I mean? This is not the same. So that's fine. I hope he does grow up because, like, but you know, the, he basically said he is going to change everything about his preparation. He said the only thing I'm not oh, gonna, he's actually going to prepare. Yeah, is that where he's going to start? What do you think is the one thing he said he's not going to change? His partying. No. Off the field. Nope. His attitude. Nope. What is it? One thing. What's what's one thing about Johnny Football that just defines him? The money symbol? The money symbol. Oh, jeez, oh, peace. <laughs> he said, I'm not going to stop the money sign. I've been doing that forever. You know what's funny? Other His, his opponents aren't going to stop the money symbol either. No. And I bet you they're going to be doing it a heck of a lot more than he will. <laughs> uh, Pe- I don't think so, because why would you do the money symbol at somebody that's sitting on the bench? <laughs> Ooh. You know, people in Cleveland right now are saying, do we draft a quarterback in the first round this year? They're literally asking that question. Do oh, we man. draft Jameis Winston to come in and be the savior? Well, is it time to already pull the ripcord on the Johnny Manziel era in Cleveland that freaking fast? Is there 
I mean, okay, obviously you never say never, but is there zero chance that he'll be a good quarterback? Yes. Really? I will put it out there right now. Zero percent, especially in Cleveland. I yeah. said before, as soon as Cleveland drafted him, that was RIP for his career. You cannot be a good Cleveland in such a terrible offense. I think his mindset is like the decision-making is something that's – some of it's just your personality. You know what I mean? It's, well, he doesn't take like his for, preparation like, seriously. For instance, well, okay, let's take a guy like Alex Smith. Okay. Okay. Alex Smith, his personality, he's kind of a conservative guy. He's kind of quiet. And it, Mormon and when dude. He, and when he plays – that dude will not take a chance down the field. Frust up to frust up to the frustration level of it. He is afraid. You know what I mean? He his starts with the check down and then yeah. works his way up the and tree. So, and so Johnny Football is the opposite. He's always going to try to find that other play. I don't think you can take that out of him. You know but what I mean? He just thinks he's more athletic than everybody else, and he looks like potentially the least athletic. Gerald Lorenzen is a more athletic quarterback <laughs> than Johnny Manziel. I don't care that, but I the get... The hefty lefty. But I, but I get your hyperbole, Ray. He looks so slow out there, yeah. and he doesn't have an arm. There's no zing on the ball whatsoever. He's having trouble even finding the wide receivers downfield because he's so short. It really is an embarrassment. It's a horror show, and I hope it continues for at least one more season because it's so much fun to watch. Does that make me a terrible person? No, 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 Ray. That's not what makes you a terrible person. Oh, all right, then. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and then there was one more guy you wanted to talk about today. Manti Teo. Manti Teo. He's starting to you know, have some gonads out there. You know, Some guy was making fun of his fake girlfriend after the game. Everyone makes he, fun of his fake girlfriend yeah. all the time. And he's still basically hilarious. Like, he's like, really? Still this year? Find a new joke. You know what, though? I agree. It's we need over. to find a new joke? Find a new joke. It's, it's, it's so it's, good. It's, it's, it is, but it's, it's played out. You know? It only got played out because he was hurt for most of the year and was and non-factor. You know Had played... his name been in the news, there'd be more Manti Teo girlfriend jokes he played jokes pretty good there. this year. He was all right. Yeah. He did not suck. He did not suck. And we knew he wasn't going to suck. Let's face it. He is a good football player. Yeah. He's just a wonk job in the head yeah. who invented well... a fake girlfriend. I th- I mean I think he got stuck. You may he he made he told a white lie and then he got stuck in it and was afraid to get out of it. I mean that we talked about that ad nauseum last year. We I mean yes we did. Uh, so do, would you call right now moratorium on fake girlfriend jokes? Yeah, it's just played well, out. Tell you know? what, let's spend the next week. unless he does it again and well, then if he does oh, it again. It's, it's, forever. it's forever. Let's yeah. let's let's see what happens. Let's spend the next week trying to come up with a new Manti Teo joke, mm-hmm. and we'll debut them on the Raisin Brand Show next week. Does that seem fair? New Manti Teo jokes. All right. I love it. Cool. Well, we're going to be right back to talk a little amazing race and maybe even some walking dead. After three seconds of Spike Jones. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. My two front teeth. See my two front teeth. Well, the amazing race happened where we hit the finale of it. Mm. Well, I uh, could not have been more wrong. I tried to be right, and I was wrong. We were both wrong, but we both had some good you know, suggestions, and by both of us, I mean me. Absolutely. You yeah. said that the wrestlers would be the first team eliminated. You said they would get caught up somewhere. You got caught and up somewhere, did. and they did. And I said if the scientists got to the challenge, got to the puzzle challenge first, they were going to kill it. And then you predicted them to finish third place. I did. Last place to the teams. that I just, I've picked them to get eliminated. I just didn't think they would get you know, to the thing first, but I thought if they did, somehow... They just ran a perfect leg, the last leg. The sweet scientists. Slow and steady won the race. The guess, amazing race. I got to say, man, I mean, uh, you know, the, the clearly the wrestlers just <laughs> went the co- complete wrong way for a while on, what was it, the 10? Yeah. 
Yeah, heading towards Santa Monica instead of heading towards downtown. Hey, how about if you're going to the Civic Center, you look for the big buildings. When you're told you're going downtown, maybe go towards the large structures and not the ocean. Yeah. That's my suggestion for any of you amazing racers out there. But it was such a comeback story. You know, they they probably should have been eliminated the, the, the episode before. The Sweet yep. Scientists, they're such fans of the show. You know, they weren't unlikable. They're very likable. Very likable. Probably the nerdiest team to win. And I say that in a, in a respectful way. The, the most delightful way possible. Yeah, the this nerdiest, is a nerd-friendly podcast, Oh, yeah, no, no, no. The nerdiest team to ever win The Amazing Race. So I think that's amazing. And when, you know, they had the thing where they were, like, kind of racing to them or kind of racing to the finish. Uh, you don't know if it's editing. And you don't know which team they're going to show, Phil. And then they show the sweet scientists, Ray. Touched my heart a little bit. You know, touched my cold dead heart a little bit you know what i'm like the grinch would you say it grew three sizes yeah it it melted a little and it grew three sizes wow (laughs) i i was really like i was like oh that's cool you know what i mean i wasn't okay with it until the moment when it happened and then there was that moment when i said i am way okay with this i i'm way okay i saw it i i was a little verklempt ray and i threw my arms up i threw my arms up like rocky at the end of the rocky movies i did you threw your arms up in the air. I threw my arms up in victory, which is a precursor of things to come this weekend, like when I won the Fantasy League, Ray. Oh, my. oh you didn't mention that. Yeah. Is that something that happened? <laughs> oh, my bad. You know what I got to tell you about that? There'll be no rematch. Ain't no beat about it. Oh, so, it's the, so I just get to keep the trophy forever. Yeah. Nice. Let's just buy a new trophy next year. Nice. Anyway, congratulations, sweet scientists. We do need a Ruxin, though. Maybe for next year we get a Ruxin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be kind of good. Nice. That's a, that's a, that's a bad trophy for the. Oh, you loser mean we we get a, a bad trophy for the complete loser? All right. That they have to display. Okay. Like you finish that. last place. You have to keep that trophy. Get displayed. a sacco. All right. Let's eh? do it. Let's right. do it. We'll do that for next year. We'll do yeah. that for next year. But yes, uh, all all credit to the sweet scientists. Uh, all hail to the chiefs. Yeah, fans. That's me. That's yeah. you. <laughs> was going to be the name of the episode, but not anymore, folks. Bow to your sensei. Bow to your sensei. Bow to your sensei. Oh, gracious. Yeah, I mean, but the wrestlers get themselves eliminated by being the bumbos that we know they are. Mm-hmm. Completely got themselves screwed up, getting in the car, driving the absolute wrong direction. And then it just came time down to the puzzle. And we were talking all season long about the Soul Surfer and about how, how can she compete with just one arm? Is she going to be able to do all the physical things necessary? And how crazy is it that after she's able to complete all the physical challenges way beyond expectation, mm-hmm. she bumbos the mental task? Yeah. She was absolutely dreadful as far as putting all those crates and the numbers together. They were there first. And, and they left last. And they left last. And the, mm-hmm. and the sweet scientists just were the smartest. They, they got the numbers in order yeah. correct the very first time. Blaze to the end. You know it's always going to come down to a challenge like that. Study your playbook. Yep. Memorize yep. numbers correctly. It always comes down to something like that. Yep. So uh, all praise to the sweet scientists. Mm-hmm. Hashtag sweet scientists. Hashtag victory. <laughs> um, but Amazing Race is a fun show. I have always thought we should go on it. Podcasting oh, partners, no. Ray and Brent. Oh, my God. We would kill each other. Oh, it'd be murderous. <laughs> it'd just be us shouting at each other the whole time. Wouldn't that be entertaining for America, I, though? It would totally it'd just would be, be this show, yeah. but yeah. with way more edge. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Let's do oh, it. Wow. All right. Application. I'm in. I'm in. All right. CBS. <laughs> Bertram von Munster. Yeah. We're coming. We're coming for you guys. <laughs> oh, man. God, I'm horrified. That would be amazing. <sighs> I just see like both of us on like the top of a very large building. Yeah. Well, one of us has to like bungee jump off, and I'm like, "Go ahead." You're like, "Bleep you, you go ahead." Yeah, 
And we just stand there staring at each other as every other team launches off yeah. the building. And then finally, you just shove me off the building. <laughs> oh, he didn't have his thing on? Uh, oh, new partner, uh, please. Rebuy. Well. All in, rebuy. You know, Ray died during the challenge. Uh, so basically, that's why we didn't finish. Good job, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Ran died. <laughs> Weak. Thankfully, my new partner, Benny. <laughs> They're flying him in right now. I, all the way from Virginia. We should, uh, we should make this happen. Oh, dear oh, Lord. Uh, that would be amazing, though. That would yeah. be amazing. I'll send in the uh, application. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, well, you also want to talk a little bit about Walking Dead. Now, well, you know more about this story than I do, so I'll let you take the floor on this. No, I just, I, I'm excited because, you know, now that Walking Dead, it, they always have huge gaps in when we're watching Walking Dead. There's, it'll be off for like three months. We're like, what are we supposed to do in three months? And now we know, Ray, they're doing another spinoff in the same time period as Walking Dead. Right. Just in California. It takes place in Los Angeles. Yeah. Right yeah. here. Yep. Well, how does that work? It's going to be great, man. Now, is it going to be like the zombies, like uh, they're all gluten-free? I mean, how exactly does the you're LA gonna, zombie you're work? You're going to have zombies. They're going to try to go loot the In-N-Out burger, and you're going to have like zombies wearing the In-N-Out like, uniforms and stuff. The In-N-Out hat. The yeah. paper hat and the apron. Hats. Yeah. I love it. I love yeah. it. You get like zombies uh, with their zombie headshots mm-hmm. and their zombie rap CDs. <laughs> headshots. Get it? <laughs> and their zombie rap CDs passing them out in front of Grauman's yeah. Theater. Excuse me, are you a fan of hip-hop music? (laughs) This is my number one single, Brains. (laughs) Like, this is an amazing setting for a show. There'll be some street performer zombies. Yeah. One of them dressed up like Darth Vader, another one like Spider-Man, but cheap. Watch me pull my arm off. I can only do this once. On the plus side, though, if the guy who plays Batman in front of Grauman's Theater was a zombie, he'd be less aggressive and scary oh than the guy now. God, Am I right, everybody? <laughs> they uh. have to have they have to have the episode where they run into all the costume characters outside the Chinese theater all as zombies. All as zombies. Oh man. Look, we're writing this. Or we're, or we're sending the, it in. Or that's one of the characters, and you know, uh, there's never any other clothes to grab, so he's always just dressed as he's dressed as he's Tweety always, Bird. He's always just dressed as twi- Qui Gon Jin <laughs> from Episode One. He's dressed like Beetlejuice <laughs> with the hair, and it kind of looks like a zombie already <laughs> with the pinstripe like, shirt. It's like, how come he had no arms? Uh, people just <laughs> think I'm a zombie. It just works, man. I'm the ghost with the most, babe. Yeah, he, just don't talk to Master Chief over there. He'll, <laughs> it's bad news. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm excited. When, do we know when the show's going to air? Oh, I don't know, but it stars Kim Dickens, so I'm a big fan of Kim now, Dickens. What's, from... Kim Dickens has been roughly 10,000 things, none uh, of which I've a seen. A million things, yeah. Uh, most recently, she was in, uh, well, I watched her on the show Treme. She played the chef on Excellent. Treme. Excellent. And then, what did I say she was on? Gone Girl. Oh yeah, and then she also played one of the the lead detective on Gone Girl. See so more more Girl. things I've never seen before. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, we are very excited about New Walking Dead. We're gonna have to find a new show, Brent. Now that Amazing Race is off, mm-hmm. Walking Dead's off. Like we got to find a new show. There's some new shows coming back on cable, but I'll have to, we'll have to research a little bit. And see Here's the deal. Next time we we always like talking about shows. Yeah. We have more fun doing that than and maybe even the sports we do normally. Could be. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, we enjoyed talking about Possibly. the mole. Oh. In the Americans. Oh, man, the mole. The uh, mole. What if the mole was a mole? Came come back. on. Could, One of my favorite things ever. Can the mole come back, dude? I want it. I love that show, The Mole. I would, that's the show I would like to be on. Uh, the the mole. mole. I, I tell you about the story. I auditioned for The Mole. Did I almost really? was on it. I was down to the final show. cut. 
they were uh, they were down to the last thirty people, mm-hmm. and they were going to cast fourteen of them. Mm-hmm. And I was they sequestered me in a hotel for an entire day. Wow. I don't know if any of this is going to get on the air, but uh, I was in a hotel the entire day, and they ran me through like physical and psyche eval and the whole deal because I was like a finalist to be on the mole. And as it turned out, they didn't use me, which was freaking stupid. But on top of that. Um, that show got canceled after like four episodes, oh, so it so never it was even like, aired. Uh, like the third or fourth season or something. It, yeah, it was like the fourth or fifth season. Okay, yeah. And I've seen thing. every season. I love yeah. the show. Yeah, Ray. Here's the deal. Even though you didn't get on that show, you know what I think? What's that? You're malicious. Mo- really? Yeah. Like Kim Coles, she said that I'm malicious. We'll be right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of Stephen Colbert. It's another Christmas song Whoa! Get ready, brother, for another Christmas song So we're going to wrap up the show in a second, but we were talking briefly at the very beginning of the show about holiday traditions, and you are going back home to Nebraska, right? I am, yeah. What are your plans when you get back there? Oh, You know what, the only... I I don't know. I mean, I have one tradition that I think is pretty fun. Like, we always go to this place called the Tack Room. The Tack Room. Which is a... The Attack Room. Yeah, not the Attack Room. The Tack Room. fight people. It's like a fight club. Why are you even talking about it? Get the horses already. Are you allowed to talk about that? No. If it was a fight club, yeah. Oh. So I'm going to pretend like it's something else. Oh, all right then. I'm allowed to talk about that. It's called the Tack Room. It's a total cowboy bar, and they have karaoke. And I, I love. I don't know. It's just fun. We always go there with my mom and dad, and we do some karaoke. You put some spurs on. Uh, you're gonna wear a cowboy hat, some, a ten gallon hat. Nope, I do not. And I and I sing some meatloaf, and I'll sing some do other these, songs. Do you just wear heard. a Larry the Cable Guy vest? No, for Nebraska you know Pride. Because I'm gonna get her done. Oh boy, oh boy. Mm. You singing? I got friends in low places. Yeah. But that's going to be fun, right? You should find something like that where it's like you go to a place where you don't fit in at all. That's most places I go, Brent. And just make it make it your own. You know what I mean? I think it's fun. It'll be like that beatboxing guy in the beer commercials. Who goes to, there's this there's this beatbox. I just finished watching The League, yeah. the last like six episodes of the current season okay. on the FXX app yeah. on my Xbox. And there's the only commercial they would show repeatedly is this guy beatboxing in various like jazz clubs and like a hip hop club and like a country music club. So they're all up there and they're like playing their music and then it's just like and he'd just be like but it always like fit the music and then every every single time he comes up on stage and the people are like, What is this guy doing? And then he's totally like selling it and owning it. And then it's just like the commercial's basically like make make it your own scene. Nice. That's cool. So you're that guy. You're, you're gonna beat What are you, what are you, what are you gonna do? You got anything fun planned holidays? Okay, this is great. So we're gonna have a beautiful Christmas here. We got presents under the tree. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna open some presents at Christmas time. It's gonna be great. Then Melissa, my wife, she's going out of town. Yeah. The day after the holiday, and she's going all the way through New Year's. So I have essentially an entire weekend. Uh, plus, well, don't sound so happy about your wife being out of town. Right? I'm not exactly thrilled no, about it. You are giddy right oh, now. Oh my goodness, you stop what it! What is wrong with you? No, what I'm saying, your wife is, is though, delightful. Yes, and you should cherish every moment with every her. Every moment. And what we is have. wrong with you? Why is she running off at, right after the holiday? Uh, well, I can guess one reason. <laughs> <laughs> my gracious. Okay, so you're gonna have some. I, I'm gonna be able alone to, time. I'm gonna hang out, and watch some football, and play some Xbox, and that's really my holiday. We're gonna tradition. go play some poker, eh? Right? I thought we were gonna do. We that. We are. We're gonna play some poker. All right. Uh, we're gonna find it. We're gonna find a game. Let's find a game. Play somewhere. some poker. Where's that gonna happen? Yeah, only a million places in Los Angeles. Where in Los Angeles can I find somewhere playing cards? So. Wait, that's every door you knock on. Literally, yep. it's one of the great reasons why I love this place. Yep, it happens. So yeah, we're gonna play some poker. Happens, it does. Poker, you will play. But anyway, that's my. Hold you will on bad hands. <laughs> I'm hoping. <laughs> Race you will in position. 
generally poker, speaking. Poker. I mean, that's, I know how to play, Brent, and Yoda. Thanks, yeah. for, <laughs> thanks to Yoda for being here, by the way. I appreciate Yoda's poker tips, ladies and gentlemen. The newest Raisin Brent exclusive. <laughs> Gracious. Slow play aces, you are not. <laughs> that's once I again, love to sage get, advice. Wouldn't you love to have Yoda be your you want to be my poker, poker coach? coach. <laughs> For what did you should have? Take value in pot, you must. <laughs> like, what is happening? In any case, that's what I'm going to be doing this time. I mean, you're going out of town with family. Implied I'm... odds take heed of. <laughs> oh Watch for the tell. <laughs> oh, boy. Watch for the tell. That's not phrased correctly, right? Watch tell the four. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Uh, Watch for tells you must. There you go. So anyway, that's what I'll be doing. Cool. Fun times. Nice. Play some Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh, you got that game? I Have you apparently I'm going to be getting it for Christmas. Oh, excellent. So that'll give me something to do. Nice. Uh, well, maybe we'll talk about that next week. Ooh. Spoiler alert. Uh, I will probably not be finishing it by next week because it's a 150-hour game. Right. Well, I started Evil Within, but I just started, so. I love that game so much. Yeah? I'm going to have to get further into it before I decide. Yeah. Right now, I feel like I just can't do anything except run and hide. You figured out the game. Yeah. <laughs> That's the majority of what you do in that game. Congratulations. <laughs> the problem with the game is when you actually have to fight something. Yeah. And then it's like, I don't have enough bullets for this. I'm boned. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Good night. Yee. You're going to have to drag. And yeah, that's will. the thing. It's like every time in that game you make a mistake, they just show you horrifically dying. You horrifically get murdered. <laughs> like, and it's going to happen a lot. Especially mostly in the first, by evisceration. Yeah, in the first five hours of that game, I died four times in the basic tutorial screen. <laughs> I got a chainsaw <laughs> right through the chest. Even my guy, like, I was trying to, like, sneak past a guy with a chainsaw, yeah. and I accidentally, like, stepped out right in front of him, and my character's guy just went, oh, sh- Me, like, you know, the <laughs> type of player I am, I was always, I was always like, oh, I'm going to try to check every door, and I was like, no, I checked no. the door. <laughs> Go! Just get through it! No, bad! I'm sure there's something delightful hidden behind when, this door. Ah, I'm dead! When you're being chased through hell by spider monsters who are on fire, you don't stop to check for, for power-ups. See if there's a collectible. <laughs> Goodness gracious, not a good sign in that game. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's a fun game. I think you'll like that game. Nice. Well, I've beaten it. I like it a lot. All right. All right, there we go, anybody. So let's let's go and give some contact information. I mean, you got to listen to listen to us on iTunes, or you can check us out on Stitcher Radio, Stitcher.com, the Stitcher app on your phone, mm-hmm. or the podcast app on your iPhone or iTunes. It's free, everybody. Well, we already think you know that because you're listening right now. Correct. Huzzah! You should probably check us out on uh, Twitter. I'm at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. And the show's at Ray Brent Podcast. You can email the show, raybrentpodcast at gmail.com, or you can check us out on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash raybrentpodcast. We have people we want to thank this week. I want to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. The Trainwrecks. Got to the Trainwrecks. We got to thank Jordan Monsell mm-hmm. for our lovely logo. That logo that appears Jordan on the Monsell. Raisin Brand what is, what is trophy. The, what is the Facebook uh, page? That's Silhouettes by Jordan Silhouettes on by Facebook. Jordan. That's right. And yeah, his logo on the trophy that mm-hmm. Brent now owns. And I believe maybe next week when I get back. We might be able to have Riley on. In the next couple of weeks, Riley. Will Riley Smith, we want to get him back on the show. So. And Benny Arthur, our, our two kind of resident uh, recurring. We enjoy both those people. Yeah. Maybe we'll work in another guest. Yeah. Maybe yeah, we won't. Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, we also want to thank David Knoll for producing the show. Yeah. Great job, David. Good job. Good job. Thanks also hey, for making you know sure what? none of us would embarrass ourselves in the Raisin Brent League. I appreciate uh, that. Yeah, I mean, thank you for taking the last the helm of the last place. This is the last time we'll mention it, right? Because we're not doing the Fantasy League anymore. The team, yep. the league that I won, that I dominated, 
You got last place of David. Thank you for being a friend. Yeah. Traveled down the road and just stayed down. And stayed in last place. (laughs) Your heart is true, and you drafted lots of crap. That's your friend, Ray. Friend of the show, Hmm. David Knoll. I don't feel that way. I feel like David Knoll, even though he did finish in last place, he he scored more points than... Don't worry about that noise. (laughs) ...than a lot of the teams. Hey, sometimes we need a little luck. That's true. That's true. Well, anybody, uh, you want to thank Brent? I'd like to thank Mr. Matthew Stafford. Why? Uh, duh, Ray. If I don't, he won't come down my chimney on Christmas and give me gifts. You really, you really doing that? You're really going there? Well, yeah, I am. I, I gotta make some cookies. I gotta have some milk, whole milk. I'm gonna do some double refried butter. I'm gonna fry the oh butter, my goodness. and then fry it again. Are you done? Yes. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everybody. Merry Christmas. Bless you all. Good night, everybody. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. All right, so we're taking it off of work. We got lots of presents. But you're we're a heathen. Zero percent <laughs> chance we get through this. Oh my gosh. Uh. <sighs>